Right, simulcast on Metro FM, but as Radio 2000 as well as Metro FM and 96.4 as well as 97.2 to 100. Well, I can tell you that the conversation around the refereeing situation will be happening right here in studio today. So any questions that you do have, it has been topical, it has been emotional, and a lot of people have certainly not been happy about the current standards of refereeing in the country. So we'll have representatives coming through from the South African Football Association live in studio. Let's also tell you, though, that the Premier Soccer League suspended Black Leopards chairman David Tidiella from the uh, executive committee, uh, the EXCO, uh, referring the matter of his tirade against referee Victor Shumwani uh, to the league's prosecutor, Nande Becker. Now, this particular case was said to be heard last night, and to get an update, we're joined by his lawyer, Eric Mabuza, and uh, he is on the line. Good evening, Mr. Mabuza. Welcome to the show. Good evening, Rob, and thank you for inviting me to your show. Am I correct in painting that picture the way that I have? And what's the latest? Well, Rob, yesterday we went to attend a disciplinary inquiry, but uh, but we went there to ask for a postponement because uh, first the matter was not ready. We had asked certain questions from the PSL, and at the time that we went to the inquiry, those questions had not been answered. They, it was for us to prepare for the inquiry. We could not go to the inquiry before those questions were answered by the PSL. We only got the answer uh, during the inquiry, so there was no way the inquiry could, could proceed. But more, impo- more importantly, the other reason the inquiry did not go ahead is because Mr. Tidiela is not well. He's been booked off sick. So he was not, was not present. He could not attend the inquiry, and the inquiry could not go ahead. So in the end, the, the panel took a, a reasonable decision to postpone the inquiry until Mr. Tidiela gets well, so that he can he can come and defend himself. What is he defending himself against? The charges that have been put forward uh, by the PSL against him and, and Black Leopards, what you call the alleged tirade, and and we we say it's not a tirade when we when the inquiry takes place, uh, we will put a proper context to what happened. Uh, on the day, You'll, you, if you have seen our request for further particulars, you will see that we introduce the uh, an element that the matter should be looked at context. The way PSL, including its chairman, have treated him in the last uh, since the beginning of this season, that will be brought into the uh, into the fray. It's part of the of the issues that must be must be ventilated when the inquiry takes place, whenever it takes place. So you're saying that uh, the chairman of the Premier Soccer League has been unfair towards Mr. Tidiella? Not only the, not only the chairman, the, the Premier League as well. Mm. I mean, if you look at uh, the three games that he, he played away from home and home games, he lost a lot of money. Any person who is passionate about the game, you must remember this is a very, very emotional game, would at some point uh, come to a conclusion and say, all sorts of things, but you know that must be seen in context. Whatever uh, Mr. Tidiela is charged of, and and bearing so you, yeah, I'll, I'll just say bearing cannot, that in mind, though, in in terms of the particular charges that have come through and and been brought forward to him, he's also apologized in a wide-ranging apology to everybody from the president to the people that have been affected. How much then does that? 
make him a guilty party because there is an acceptance of wrong? No, but no, it does not necessarily mean that. Of course, you know, uh, Rob, there are a lot of people who were upset about what, but what he said. But the fact that he's apologized does not mean that what he's done is legally wrong. Mm. Yeah, there's a difference. I mean, for instance, uh, if, they, if, if the charge is that he is discriminated against the match ref, the question is, was the discrimination unfair? Is that not enough that your, your charge is discrimination? It must also be unfair. Remember, at the end of the day, uh, Rob, it's the PSL that must prove the charge. It's not for Mr. Tidiela to prove the charge. So you're basically wanting them to say what it is uh, that would, for example, have threatened the referee, what would have intimidated the referee, or in, in another way abused the referee. That's quite correct. Even the issue of the origin of the referee. In terms of what? The ethnic side of things? The ethnic side of it, whether that in fact constitutes a misconduct to call someone by their ethnic origin. But in context? Isn't isn't that the main thing? Yeah. But that, that must come out wrong must come out in the inquiry someone must come and make that case how would you defend it though because if i say um you know victor Shungwani and myself are of a set, certain ethnic background and therefore i am in that ethnic region and you are my referee and you are refereeing absolute nonsense according to me and i voice that so the context is such that I Rob, would have expected you to be I don't want to, to get able. into the merits of the, of the dispute. Okay. What I would say to you is that when the matter finally comes up, I want to invite the media so that they, they can come and see for themselves the defense that is uh, put forward by, by Mr. Tidiela. It's not a straight line where you can say, if I call someone by their origin, therefore it's it's incorrect. As you quite correct, it's a context, context matter. But it's not only the context of the day, it's the context of what has happened since the beginning of the of the season. In in, in your view though, do you regard it as discriminatory to refer to a, a person in that way? Which way? In, not, from, not... from from the chairman of the club to the referee any reference to them ethnically once you've proven well not once you've proven once the league has proven to you uh, what is the alleged origin of the match official and whether or not it is alleged that the second respondent knew of such an origin rob i don't want to get into the merits of the case as i say to you i don't want to get into the merits of the case but you feel you've got a strong case remember remember what i say it's irrelevant to the matter Ultimately, it's what uh, Mr. Tidiela is charged of and what his defense is. So what Eric Mabuza says, it's, it's, it's neither here nor there. I have my views, but my views are entirely relevant to the issue that, is, uh, that my client is facing. I'm there to represent him. I'm not there to represent my personal views. But obviously that informs part of your, your, your legal case against the league, because I, I would be, <laughs> I would never find a lawyer who would ever say that they are not strongly convinced 
of their argument and hence you go on the appeal hence you put forward uh, the pointers that you do to the league you, you do feel though uh, mr mabuza that you've got a very strong case here let me let me let me give you two or three pointers uh, rob sure. one of the questions that we've asked uh, of the psn we say in respect of say charge two we say what is the alleged origin of the match officials the next question is is it alleged that the second respondent i.e mr tdela knew of such origin next one why is it discriminated to refer to such origin and the last question that we ask if it is discriminatory is it also alleged that such discrimination is unfair if so on what ground is it unfair and the person you, to answer that would be the league obviously they would the need league to must, the league must answer this question not emotionally, uh, Rob. Yeah. Logically. But they could throw it back to you and say, why did Mr. Tidiello find it necessary or relevant to refer to Mr. Tlingwani ethnically? No, they can't throw it back at us. They must answer those questions so that we understand what is their complaint. Because the... as, as it stands, the complaint is vague. One of the other issues, Rob, that we raised with the league one of the questions is, for instance, does the complainant, i.e. the league, admit that in the few months leading up to the incident in question, the league and the chairman acted in several ways to provoke the reaction of Mr. Tidiela? The next one, does the league admit that it, including the chairman, unfairly discriminated against Black Leopards and Mr. Tidiela since the beginning of the current season? and more particularly caused them to lose more than one million in gate taking. So what I'm saying to you, uh, Rob, is that the issue is in context. You can never see it uh, isolated from what has happened since the beginning of the season, what has happened in other matches. 100%. And that context, again, throws me to, again, using the stand of devil's advocate here, to say that the whole ethnicity issue was raised by the chair of Black Leopards. Otherwise, it would have never entered the fray that it entered itself in. Now, if whatever the conduct was towards Black Leopards not being allowed to play at home and therefore losing the money from the gate takings potentially, and you've given an estimate of, you know, whether it's over a million rand or whatever it, it, it might be. So you've quantified it. yes. But all that is asking is that has the league put enough pressure or has the league incited Mr. Tidiella enough to cause him to become ethnically negative in a way towards the referee at the time? So it's almost saying that, oh, the the league, you, you, you put me under pressure. Therefore, I was forced to say the words that I did. And remember, uh, Rob, even if, assuming, you know, the worst case scenario which happened where he's found guilty, you can't ignore what has happened previously. 100%. And you can't... So it's, 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 not, it's not just the issue of, oh, he's done something wrong. If he's done something wrong, you can, there can also be an explanation for why he acted in, in that manner. But in the end, also, not justifying it, though, because you can't say I was, I was racist towards somebody because they stopped me, this traffic cop, I was in the middle of listening to my music and enjoying my drive home and didn't realize I was speeding. And therefore, 
you know, emotionally, that person just calls me to call them by the K-word? Well, you must so first prove whether you it was a, uh, whether there was discrimination and all the issues that I've raised with you. As I said to you, Rob, I don't want to get into the merits of, of, of the case. Also, remember, the match official has to come and, and testify to tell us how he felt about the, the incident. So it's just not a, a straightforward issue. Because not a straightforward do, do you go back to listening to the audio? You know, at some point in that audio, um, you know, he, he, he actually does say that he, he's not really worried that somebody is recording him. So whatever he was saying, he feels strongly uh, that he is justified in saying what he was saying. Well, yeah, we'll deal with that when, when, when the ultimately the matter uh, comes up. If it ever comes up, because the issues that we've raised must still be addressed by the PSL, mm. particularly the issue, the last two issues that I've raised, whether the league admits that it acted unfairly. And let me tell you something what that entails, Rob, is that someone from the PSL who is accused that has been discriminated against Mr. Tibiela, i.e. including the chairman, must come and take the stand. Are they, are they forced to take the stand? We would love to well, be there. We, you know, you were saying that the media must be must be there. I would love to be in this hearing. I would love to report back on that hearing. Yeah, no, no, no. You must be there. You must come and apply to 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 come and sit in and listen, so that in fact, ultimately, the benefit for the benefit of the public. The same way you and I are having this discussion for the benefit of the public. Would we be granted those 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 rights to come through and sit through that hearing? From our point of view, we'll certainly uh, uh, consent to, to an application by the media to come and listen. We'll support that application by the media to come and listen. It's an important issue, Rob, not only for Black Leopards, not only for Mr. Tidiela, but for the whole country. Let me give you one of the other issues that are, are interesting. Black Leopard, for instance, is charged for for failing to stop Mr. Tidiela from saying what he, he said. How did Black Leopards know that Mr. Tidiela was going to say that? No, for sure. It's, it's, it's like one of those, and that's why I use the racism cases, because they've been quite um, relevant and they've been in our faces, is that had they not been somebody with the cell phone at the time, that lady who said what she said uh, to the traffic cop at the time and used the K-word that became then a legal issue and it obviously gained national prominence, is that had that person not been there with the phone, such an utterance and such a historical account would have never been, uh, would have never been on record. So we would have never known. We would have never been able to uh, be privy to that. In the same way that David Tidiela could have gone to town on Mr. Khungwani, but had they not been somebody recording that and the audio then became available, then it became nationwide, we would have never known. And neither would Black Leopards be liable for such. So, but you ask yourself, why is Black Leopards being punished? I mean, yesterday, Rob, just to give you an insight of what happened, one of the most ridiculous things that was suggested yesterday is that so if Mr. Tidiela does not appear yesterday because it's whether he's sick or not, Mr. Tidiela and Black Leopard must not play any game until uh, he appears before the D.C. I mean, how ridiculous is that, uh, Rob? How can anyone make that suggestion that because Mr. Tidiela is not well, therefore he should be punished for not being well? 
by not being able to, for his team to play. What's the latest on Leopards? They can't play at home again. Of course they can. Of course they can. That that has been resolved. They can. No, but they were saying the league was suggesting was suggesting that until he appears, yeah. he should not play, whether home or away. He should be suspended. Of course we of course we defeated that argument because it had no merit. Yeah. The person saw that as you can't punish someone for being uh, not well, Rob. No, so I mean, how does the club I'll obviously find that extremely silly? Um, but you're saying that you guys were able to win that particular issue, and the team will go on and play regardless of whether Mr. TDL is at home or in ICU or just laying on a holiday resort. Rob, to tell you that the whole thing is uh, something not right about the whole thing. A day before, before the inquiry. We send them a medical certificate from Mr. Tidera that is not well. The league opposed that. We had to go before the inquiry to argue for a postponement, something that could, should have been sorted out beforehand. We did not go and spend money to try and ask for a postponement, particularly when we submitted a medical certificate by a trained doctor, a professional who put forward his credentials to say, I have seen this man. He is not well to attend the inquiry. Why did we need to have to go and justify that? It was quite uh, silly to be expected to do that. How is he now? Rob, Rob, in the end, context is everything. And I fully agree with you on that one. How is Mr. Tidiela doing right now? Well, he's he's, he's been booked off. He's not well, not well to, to attend the inquiry. I don't want to discuss his medical condition, but he's not well. He's been booked mm. off for for some time. The league knows we've uh, knows of that. We've given them the his uh, his medical certificate. Obviously, it's a confidential issue. I can't just uh, divulge it, but he's not well. No, without a doubt, and I would I would never ever ever ask about another person's medical uh, condition currently, out of you know due respect to him um, and anybody else that is affected. So for now and up until such time as he is declared fit to attend uh, anything, including uh, the hearing, he he does get laid off, including him not being able to go and watch his own team play football. And, you know, Rob, this is not a case of someone who's ducking and diving. The fact that, you know, he hired senior counsel and two advocates and attorney to go and represent him, it shows how seriously he takes the matter. You wouldn't just spend money and mm. try and duck and dive. He's hired a... No, 100%. I, I, I'm, I'm just trying to say, senior. I'm just trying to say, uh, Mr. Mabuza, that him being unwell, is he unwell to attend a hearing, or is he unwell to also not be able to attend the playing of his own team and go and he watch them at a venue? The, we submitted a certificate which says he's unwell. He's but is, unwell. He's is, he well, well. is he well enough to go and watch his team play? I don't know about that, uh, Rob. I don't know about that. That's a decision that he will take. The point of the matter is that we submitted a medical certificate which suggested that he's not well, he needs to rest. Mm. No, I'm just trying to gain context again. Remember, Mr. Mabuza, you helped me with this English word of context. So I'm trying to get context here that if he's, remember, a person gets laid off. So if you're unwell yeah. to attend, let's say, a meeting or to go to school or to write an exam, but you are well enough to go to a nightclub 
or you are well enough to go and watch a football game, then what is the nature of the unwell? Is it specific to a hearing or is it specific to going to watch a game? Everything is in context, Rob. For instance, you could be unwell but still go and attend a movie. But you could be unwell to go and attend something that is emotional or, for instance, that's stressful. Watching so a game is stressful? About... No, I'm, I'm just giving an example. Hmm. For instance, a movie would be relaxing. Or stressful. It depends. To... You could be watching a horror movie. True. <laughs> Quite true. But everything is about context. All right, Mr. Babuza, best of luck and, and speedy recovery to Mr. Tidiel. Thank you, Rob. <laughs> Well, Rob, uh, I don't know what to say. I'm really, really upset with this guy, the way he is defending uh, tribalism. Well, he's just, well, I don't know what to say, guys. I'm really, really hot under the collar with this. Number one, uh, you can't say a person's got a right to be a tribalist because he was angry. What kind of an example are you setting to the whole country? Mr. Tidiela was wrong. He should come out, apologize. Well, he has apologized, but he still needs to be punished. Finish and laugh. That's all. From what I gather, a lot of people actually want to comment on this. And before we take our ad break, let's do exactly that. You've heard what uh, Eric Mabuza has to say with regards to Black Leopards, where their chairman is and where he stands, and the hearing itself. 89 110 Mr. Mkabel on Twitter says, what or which led him to react this way is irrelevant that's another case on its own that they must answer the first one first siabonga maloka says well football owners must start to have proper people to advise and represent them and hearing this lawyer talking uh, makes me wonder how he advises uh, the chairman of this club uh, this man's not making any sense at all give me your thoughts Hey, did it make sense to you? 089-110-3377-089-110-2000. A voice note on WhatsApp is 060-584-2250. All right, let me go to Usia. Sia is an Alberton. Good evening. <laughs> give, me, give me your side of the things. You've heard it on the radio. What do, what do you make of it? Temba, my brother. Welcome up. Yes, uh, I'm a bit worried if Mr. Mabuza is going to base his argument on the incident prior to what actually transpired on the day. If that is actually the basis of his defense, he can kiss this case goodbye. On all grounds? Yes, because, you know what, if we're talking of the merits of the case, we are talking about an incident that actually transpired uh, on the day, which actually Mr. Shongwane believed that he was actually ethnically or racial or whatever the case may be provoked. So now Mr. Mabuza as the defense attorney, he's actually justifying Mr. Tidiela's act on the incident that may have happened a week, a month or whenever prior to the actual incident. Uh, it really worries me. Yeah, I don't think there'll be a chain reaction of events that will be taken in. And, and I do take your points here. Thank you so much indeed. Uh, let me go to uh, Umat Digilake from uh, uh, Four Ways. Uh, Umat Digilake, welcome. Hello, Rob. Welcome to the show. What's your reaction to what you've heard? Uh, my question is that the reason 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 is that the
Okay, I'm going to put you on hold. Let's try and get you on a better line, Mandila. Okay, let's try and attend to line one there, please. Um, Paul, on the road, good evening. Yeah, good evening, Robert. How are you? I'm um, great, thanks. You've heard the lawyer. What do you make of it? Uh, but you, it's like you people don't understand. That, that guy is like he's talking about something else. He's not talking about what's happened today, what we hear from the radio, what Mr. Tidiak said over the radio. Because I don't understand what he's standing for. We don't understand. Because Tidiak, he, he talked to Mr. Kamwani. Office is played over the radio, you see. Mm. That's what I want to say, my brother. The guy he must go and, and listen to, the, to, the, to that uh, audio. Mm. Maybe, maybe he can come up with something. I'm the first um, uh, first call, uh, caller on your radio from the in uh, uh, in the uh, transport industry. Uh, blow the horn, blow the horn, switch the lights on, Baba. Drive safely. Uh, nah, thank, you, thank you so much. <laughs> Blowing the horn on the law, he is doing that on the on the trucks on the road. Keep left, pass right. Archie from Falsleros. Good evening. Hey, thanks, Robert. It's Nati here from Falsleros. Yeah, Nati, welcome. And what, what are your thoughts on what you heard? I think the lawyer is reading the wrong script here because uh, if, even if he strongly believes that the PSL execs have done wrong to Mr. Chidiela, Mr. Shongwani is not an exec. So why does he take his anger out on Mr. Shongwani? And especially, uh, specifically after that particular game. So I think the lawyer is just defending a wrong case and he's using wrong uh, defense mechanism into justifying the point. So I think... He shouldn't even bother going there because he's going to even throw Mr. Chiriela into deep, deep water. What about the issue of him not being well? Somebody here, Mr. Mkabela, says, well, in, in response to another tweet that said, why are people not well always when they've done wrong? And Mkabela says, well, reminding me of Shabir Sheikh and the rest of the criminal crew. Exactly. I think it's a, that's a low-hanging fruit. It's easier to submit a doctor's certificate that you're not well. Even if I have an itchy throat, yeah. I can go to a doctor and the doctor will book me off for whatever days that I need just to make sure that I get my ducks in a row. So I'm not convinced that Mr. Tidela is unwell, with all due respect, but I think the timing of his unwellness, it doesn't sit well with me. Mm. Okay, let's let's watch that one closely. Mpumelelo in Pretoria, good evening. No, man, uh, Mina, I think this lawyer is really uh, messing up here. Uh, simply because Ukunanga context, context, and then the context he brings forward has nothing to do with the official. He speaks about the PSL, speaks about the chairman, speaks about things that have absolutely nothing to Even if we were to assume Uguti, the PSL was wrong, and he was rightly wronged, and we assume Uguti Vele, why Kwati say he long, it still does not justify what he did to this man. There is absolutely no excuse. Yoguti wa enamanji ngobu kwa tiso heininda. Suzo kipelinda vazakogulo. It's not like a lot of where there is a carryover, is it? Exactly. Exactly. What he did is wrong. Yes, he apologized. He must now say, guys, listen, whatever you guys deem necessary for me to, to, to be punished by, I will take it like a man. Nice and clear, Baba. Thank you so much. Appreciate your call. Thank you, sir. All right. So we're going to take a quick break after the break. And as I said, after the top of the hour, we are going to have that discussion. Um, I see the big boss is already here in studio to answer for all things to do uh, with refereeing under the auspices of the South African Football Association. Uh, that's the SAFA Chairman of Referee Appointments, Ari Soldatos. I, I see him here already uh, in our studios, standing by. We'll take a break. After the break, we'll chat to a coach who, if you remember, when he was here in the country, 
uh, ahead of the Bafana Bafana game against Libya, he was very vocal. Very, very vocal. But you could tell that he's a very independent somebody. Uh, somebody that you can't just say anything or take him for a ride or just look at him and think, what a fool. I think he looks at other people and thinks the same about them. That's why he's taken a big, big decision to leave the coaching post at Libya just ahead of their very crucial game against Nigeria. You'll find out the reasons.